Welcome to Serviced Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our serviced accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. Hi there, everybody. I hope you're really well. It's Sally here with the Service Accommodation Secrets podcast. So how are you doing, guys? It's been a bit of a strange time lately. So this week, it's all about managing peaks and troughs in your essay business because it's been busy for some people, quiet for some people, We're kind of a mix. We've been really quite solidly booked during lockdown, but helping people. So a lot of that was not particularly lucrative, but some of it was okay. And some of it was full rates. Some of it was very much, you know, helping people who are stranded. So it's more of a covering costs exercise. And as we came through July, I don't know how you guys have found things have changed. So wanted to go through some different things to help you if you found that you're trying different things and they're not working or if you're so busy that you can't manage because it can go from one extreme to another. It's like guests seem to be a bit like buses and they all come along at once and bookings, obviously. And so, yeah, the essay business, it's been really good in lockdown to be able to help people. And as things have changed, I think loads of people have had lots of leisure bookings that have been slightly problematic with parties and things but then we seem to be getting more people who perhaps need quarantine so we've got a guest currently who's just checked in from overseas and we've been also working on some potential bookings with guests for a long time since before lockdown actually who are also from overseas so Sometimes things happen quickly and sometimes they literally take months and you never think they're going to happen. But I think one of the key aspects of the SA business is that if you manage to get into particular companies, particular markets who need your kind of short stay accommodation, whether you want to do, you know, a month or six months or a year at a time or whether you're much more into, you know, maximizing revenue with um, a lower occupancy but really good revenue with people at weekends and so forth and so you know you've got those different aspects you've got occupancy versus the rates and depending on one whether you want a more solid kind of revenue but perhaps a lower rate or whether you want to go for the more high rates but then you know you've got more of um, an organizational overhead and potentially higher costs as well because you know you have to manage all the toing and froing different guests who are unfamiliar with the area and everything as well as you know all the separate cleans whereas if you've got a longer term guest you get to know one another you find out how you can help each other better but you're not going to be able to charge them as much normally unless it's a really good sort of corporate type booking where they you know got lots of funds to pay for a good rate so it just depends really at the moment so much uncertainty but essentially we want to be providing a great service but working out our balance of these two really I think and honestly where we are 
July was great. August has been very patchy. And I know some areas like um, Gita and Liam in Norwich have been really busy at weekends and things like that. But we've just not had the leisure market at all. We've had contractors regularly returning a couple of different ones, different companies. And we've had regular guests through um, Situ. And we've had uh, another long-term guest who's just with us who just wants to stay. And then we haven't had much through portals, actually. But, yeah, now suddenly we've got an Airbnb guest. But luckily, so if you've got quarantine-type guests coming, you need to make sure that you've got things in place, like the links for which countries need your guests to self-isolate for the 14 nights, or 14 days, sorry, 13 nights, 14 days. And so I'll put a link in after this, actually, because it's really quite useful to find out what people need to do. So our guests, as an example, only booked for 12 nights, which is 13 days. But where they're coming from, they needed to book for 14 days, so 13 nights. So we had to sort that out. And hopefully by now you'll have had all your risk assessment in place you'll have all your covid19 enhanced procedures for cleaning in place and everything like that but just because you have all this in place as we found it doesn't mean to say that everything always goes absolutely swimmingly so yeah i thought these guests would be able to check in early really well today but when i got to the property there were one or two things that weren't done that i thought were going to be done so typically they needed to come early and we had issues but as if we um, didn't have issues. They probably would have come at six in the evening, but it's all good. And I think it will all go well. And it's all an opportunity to improve our process, improve our feedback, improve what we do. But, you know, when things like that happen, it can be a trough and you think, honestly, I've got all this sorted. This isn't supposed to happen, but we just work our way through issues. So that's the kind of operational trough. But from the sales angle, what I would say to get more bookings in is just be really persistent and keep doing more of the right things. So we've got our, our new website and that's got um, Facebook traffic through ads coming through it. I actually outsource that through future marketing because it's not really my thing. I do a lot of content and posts about what we do. But all that kind of stuff, it's not, I don't know, it's a bit complicated. Um, one of my colleagues, Ima, she's really into all that, knows how it all works. So I let people who are good at it and enjoy it do that kind of thing. You know, your advertising, your marketing, keep doing that. Keep looking after your guests. If you've had inquiries, chase them down. Contact all your corporate agents, you know, tweak your listings, do all these things. Because... Although it might feel like nothing's happening, what we found just recently, so yesterday in fact, some guests who've been inquiring since March before lockdown, as I mentioned, finally booked for a really nice two solid six week stays, a reasonable rate, and it's because they're coming to work for a company. So those are really nice chunks of money for six weeks. You know, it's like 8K no, nearly 9k worth of bookings so it's really nice to have that coming in whereas you know we've been looking after guests a lot who've just got three night stays because they're coming for reasons other than leisure so we've been giving guests emotional support or just making sure they're okay actually because you know we're all people all got stuff going on but with the guests who we've been working with since March it's just been a matter of 
you know, finding out what they need, offering to help them, seeing how we can improve our experience because they're going to have to self-isolate as well. You know, it's an unfamiliar experience for people. I just made a note because I've just remembered something that I need to sort out for them actually, or AJ will, our VA. And because they're in a different time zone, actually it's great having AJ, our VA, because she's on the same time zone as them, so she's able to talk to them, which is really helpful. And I think they really appreciate that because although, you know, we all do a lot of messaging, it's like the personal touch, the personal help that people really appreciate. And our guest today, his daughter organised the booking and so I was able to speak to her and she said, oh, thank goodness, it's just so nice to speak to somebody because it's been such a nightmare to sort this out. So I think just keep being there for people, even when you feel like nothing's happening, because whether you believe in karma or not, just literally helping people, serving people, you know, the law of karma seems to be a natural universal law and I think will come back to you. And it does. And sometimes people can feel like, you know, nothing's ever going to happen. But I think if you just keep doing the right things and reaching out to lots of people, it may not be those exact people that get in touch with you, but it might be somebody else because it's like you're putting everything out there in the universe for what you want to go on and what your target is. So really important to have your goals written down, really important to manage your essay records. So your income, your expenditure, how is each property really performing? and see if you can really get that working well. Because we have said no to certain bookings recently. So one was really quite a low offer for somebody who's more like more of an AST type booking. And to be honest, much as we would like to be able to help people who need somewhere to stay, you know, we do actually need to make some money and otherwise, you know, we won't have any business to be able to offer any service accommodation to anyone. So we had to say no. And actually, because we said no on that occasion, it meant that we're available for this much better booking. And I think that's going to work out really well. So I think there's a few things that you can bear in mind. So manage what you're doing and, you know, know what your income and your expenses are per property then you'll know whether you've been profitable in lockdown already or not and which months were better than others. Um, so we've definitely been affected by the Travel Lodge and Premier Inn opening because we did a lot of cold calling to companies too and previous guests and they said literally some of them they'd gone back to Premier Inn and Travel Lodge even though you know apartments have so many brilliant benefits for workers we haven't quite managed to sell them on the idea yet not all of them anyway, although a lot of them who stayed, they're just waiting for dates, for things to be delivered and things like that. So again, we just keep phoning those particular companies and they're kind of saying, well, we can't book yet because we don't quite know, but we're going to have a bit of flexibility in there. So if somebody books, you know, and things completely change, like with our contractors, things change so quickly. And bless um, Gemma, who does the booking, she's like, I can't believe I'm saying this to you, they are working this week, or they aren't working this week. So I think we learn to be quite flexible with contractors, because literally, they might be on a completely different site suddenly, because something arrived there that didn't arrive on the other one. So there's a lot of managing of logistics. And as long as we can keep helping as many people as possible, we can keep the bookings coming in. And, you know, 
try and maximise our revenue, but also really looking after people and making sure that the property is in really good condition. So we've had things like electrical installation condition reports done, pat tests, bit of decorating here and there. When we've had, you know, empty phases, our freeholders have done maintenance on our apartments. So, you know, you've got a lot of benefits that you're offering to these guests and make sure they know that. Make sure they know, you know, that you're ready for them to quarantine. You can help them. You can give them links to where they can get grocery deliveries or you can organise it for them and they can recompense you. You know, taxis from airports, meet and greets, distanced, obviously, masks and whatever else you, you need to have. And, you know, just really be ready for all of these eventualities that people are going to need help with. And really make sure you do know what your targets are, you do know what your goals are, and then you'll keep walking towards those because sometimes you can think, oh, this, you know, if you have a difficult day, you know, we can have a lot of ups and downs in one day, which is a bit like it was for me today. So operationally, it was completely like, oh, but in terms of our bookings that came in, it's like, yay. So we've got a whole range from high to low. But if you know what you're aiming towards and you're not going to give up, you know, even if you need some help with what you're doing, just keep with it. And, you know, if you've got things that aren't working quite right, ask for help with them. I'm happy to help in our Facebook group. So Service Accommodation Secrets group. We've also got a WhatsApp group. Um, I've also got a mastermind program. But, you know, just reach out to people who you work with, colleagues or anyone on the Facebook communities and just get answers to your problems because we've all experienced all these different things at one time or another and so everyone's really happy to help each other in the SA community and I think that's really become evident during lockdown massively and know that if you do have those targets if you do have those goals you will get there by hook or by crook you will work out a way of doing it of achieving it and you know if you know where you're going and you've got those goals, that's your journey, and you're telling the universe that's where you're going to, and if you manage what you're doing, you will be in receipt of bookings, of feedback, of revenue, you know, money coming in. Just focus on all those things that you need in your business, that you want in your business, that you desire, and that you can serve people with, because if you come from a place of service, and you're giving great value to people, that's when you keep getting all the feedback financially. And, you know, it's really, really fulfilling if your business is working really well. And if you're working in a team, it's great because you delegate lots of tasks and things just start working really well for you. So just to summarize that, so manage your records, manage your expenses, your income, aim for your target have a target if you don't have one create your vision board if you hadn't got one already figure out whether you were profitable in lockdown and what's been happening month on month and just persist until you reach your monthly targets just persist until you get a yes from those phone calls you make or the phone calls you delegate to people whether it's your friends working with you persuade them or your VA if you've got a VA do these things, outsource things you don't like doing, but know where you want to go. 
One of my next tasks was suggested by Karen in our WhatsApp group. We've got a massive building site in the centre of town where we are. So I've got to go there to the site office with donuts. So I've connected with some of the people on LinkedIn. So I need to go there, say hello, see what accommodation they need, because I'm sure they do. There's a lot going on. So lots of contractors that need places. And that's a great way to start thinking about your expansion as well. So when, when you're full, so we're now full, what are we going to do now? So it's exciting time. So if you've got leisure guests this bank holiday weekend, I hope that goes well. Maybe you've just got your contractors in permanently or you might have weekday only. And so I hope everything keeps going well for you, but reach out for help if you need it. And remember that we all have peaks and troughs. We all have bad days, good days, great stuff happen, annoying stuff happen. And if we can get through those challenges, it just helps us build our businesses more effectively and grow as people so there's good in all these things that happen okay then guys great to see you and i look forward to speaking to you next time take care then sharing the secrets of success